All right, Leah Shore is here. We are talking over a really annoying Google Meet. It's no longer Google Hangout, it's Google Meet. It's better than Microsoft Teams, but for some reason when I pull the window out, it stops, I don't know, everything goes haywire. Anyway, how are you? Great hair. I'm, I'm good. ditto uh, before friends. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm good, you know, hanging out in my apartment. Where are you based? I'm in uh, Park Slope, Brooklyn, New York. Oh yeah, we were we were talking about person, but I was like, I don't want to drag you out. I'm all the way up. To, like you know, we could just do this. It's easier. Thanks. <laughs> but uh, I th we were just chatting right before we got on, and I noticed you were at the Nighthawk Shorts program a few weeks ago. What was that like? Oh, it's so much fun. I've I've played. I've had films play there before, and. Um, was asked this year to make the opening uh, like film that plays that's like Nighthawk before every film, you know, every showcase. And it was it's it's a really funny opener. I mean, I think it is. Um, yeah, it's fun. The the head programmer Christina. I'm gonna I I'm gonna butcher her last name. I Cachiopo. Thank you. <laughs> um, lovely lady has excellent taste, and she interviewed her father asking him to pitch her a short film that he would want to make and he goes on this really funny and bizarre rant about he goes you know the old man and the sea and she's like yes well i would want to make the old man and the p p e e and then just it it goes on <laughs> and it's funny yeah so that that's what was shown this year <laughs> cool How'd they put that together? Like, would you, what the pro, cause I'm, I'm interested cause I'm always kind of cobbling together. I try to think of it as not exclusively like that. I, like, I love shorts, but the way that I look at it is like an opportunity broadly to put filmmakers in the room together and mix their audiences up and get them watching things that are, that are like, not exactly mixed media, but different, like, you know, to create a flow to the night. So do you know, what was your insight into like, and or I guess, how did you receive, how'd you like the programming and stuff like that? I thought it was great. I mean, everyone laughed, you know, when you're at the right moments. Um, you know, she's just been a programmer for a while now. She used to program at the Alamo Draft House in Brooklyn and now at the Nighthawk. Um, so they've been, and they've been throwing a film festival there. Um, and she's been really like spearheading it. And, you know, there are other amazing programmers at Nighthawk, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's great. I love it's it's so neat uh, to attend a short film festival because there aren't many. Um, and I really appreciate it since I've only made short films thus far in my career. Yeah. I mean, I can say that I will be releasing a lot of my films um, on a platform around July. So it's very exciting. It means so much to me. Um, yeah, especially some, as an artist, you know, struggling in their career and making weird films. Um, yeah, so keep an eye out. You say struggling. Do you yeah. feel, is that just, you know, I guess when I hear the word struggling, there's a connotation to it. Like obviously the the, the kinds of work like this are not valued in society like the way that TikTok is or reality sure. TV is. But 
do you feel a sense of like you're aware of that? You know, we, we you and I don't know each other, but I, I take for granted, I guess, that you're aware of that status of of like that this stuff is not valued monetarily the way that right. some honestly stuff that I think is junk is. But do you feel yourself to be when you say struggling, do you mean that just that the state of things is that or do you feel like you're trying to do something within the realm of possibility and you're having a tough time doing it? Um, yeah, great question. I think all of the above. You know? So at a certain point, you want to do something bigger than what you've been doing. And, you know, um, it's it's definitely difficult. I would love to direct television and maybe make a feature. That would be really cool. Um, but we'll see. I've been developing a few shows of mine. Um, so who knows? The struggle's real. Um. <laughs> Funerals definitely like has a jumping off point for characters. Funeral definitely like has a jumping off point for characters and for yeah. a, a setup, you know? Yeah, I agree. Maybe I wrote a pilot. Who knows? Right. I do. I know. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's um, cool. yeah. That where did that idea come from? Yeah, I was like obsessing over the idea of, you know, I've always been fascinated with morbid topics and funerals and death. So it kind of just formed from those ideas. And like, uh, you know, I like to throw in a good twist in a lot of my films. So there's a twist in that film that I like. And I wanted to incorporate like, like I wanted to make a dramedy and make it actually like incredibly narrative because before then I made mostly experimental, like weird films, heady shit, you know? I don't know if I can curse, but I just did. Um, <laughs> so, you know, and I realized I really enjoy writing and it's like a passion of mine, um, especially writing like a narrative story with comedic elements in it and developing characters. And I think Funeral is this like combination of all of those thoughts. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked the- Thanks sense mentality of it i like just you know i don't know it also felt very jewish it just felt like i'm, I'm a i'm a new york city jew way that we kind of have this weird i don't know uh we deal with death in these kind of out of sync ways from the rest of society and it it felt of that yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a Philadelphian Jew, and um, of course I and you know put that in it. Um, I actually, I mean, this short film is actually a Catholic funeral for some reason. I don't know why I designed it that, but it just happened. Um, but in in my pilot version, uh, it's a Jewish funeral, so you know, mirrors are covered, little things like that that I don't think a lot of people know about, unless you've. Uh, been to a Jewish funeral or sit Shiva, which is mourning the loss of the person that passed. Um, really interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. I did recently. We we had a we lost my grandma during. I got well. It was last year. We had to do kind of think like what uh, it's during COVID, but what is you know? Do we put an end point on COVID? I don't know. Um, but uh we weren't allowed to do to receive people sitting shiva 
So we like the the synagogue wasn't allowed. Like the rabbi came, and we buried her together, the two of us actually. Um, but we didn't. We couldn't sit shiva. Like we sat, but like that was it. We just did it. Mm. You know, no. It's very weird. It is weird yeah. because I think of Jewish funerals, like everybody and their mom, you know, attends them, and then there's that party that's normally had after, which means so much to me, um, with food, you know, Jewish foods. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's horrible, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, my doorman, like I gave them platters and because people send stuff that, oh. like, you know, in, in lieu of, of attending, they sent stuff and it was like, I don't know who you think this is gonna be for, but like, yeah. <laughs> So I, had, I don't know. I my back. mom would be like, my mom would be like, you can freeze it and save it. It can, can last six months and right. put in the freezer. You know, um, definitely. I kept all the all the. <laughs> we kept the the smoked fish and stuff like that, but all the fruits and stuff, and you know, a lot of it we just brought downstairs. But I was bringing you know platters trays for like three days. <laughs> so funny. But Show I just felt. <laughs> yeah, they, they were thrilled. I give them food all the time. They're like. Yeah, they like me. I give them like, stuff. Like a like, good Jewish boy. Yeah, you're right. a good Jewish boy and giving back. Yeah, that's my, great. My looks like she cooks, uh, she bakes stuff and cooks stuff all the time. Like she'll bake like a loaf of banana bread and I'll just like leave some downstairs and give to them, you know. Wow. That's so generous because I would eat it all like in one sitting, you know. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, my team, when they come and work here, I always feed them. And they love her because because I, I I'm not the cook. She is. She's way better. She's she's a doctor, and she like sort of surgery and cooking like our yeah. skills really work together. Like she's using her hands and she's creating yeah. recipes. Oh, both of so her. It both. So. <laughs> cool. So you're from Philly. How long have you been in New? York? Um, I think 13 years. Yeah, I've been here for 13 years, moved straight to here uh, right after I graduated. There was no like interim, you know, just went to college and then came here, struggled as a, you know, broke, broke bitch, uh, starving artist. I stole a lot of food. I shouldn't say that, but I did. <laughs> um. <laughs> And no one really took me seriously as a filmmaker up until, I don't know, maybe when I was in my late 20s. And then things, I mean, I, you know, I was very fortunate to have my college thesis premiere at Sundance, which was, I was I not mean, ready for that. I was not ready for that. I, it was yeah. quite a surreal experience. I think it hopefully whenever, if I scream there again, I would I would handle it differently, but also I'm mature now. You know, I was just like I don't know what a Q and A is. You know, at the age of 21, um, and it was just different times because I think I was the only female director that I knew. Um, I don't in my blog. What like what? era was? I don't want to. I don't want to age you. But oh, like, I don't care. Uh, like oh. 2010s. What is that? I don't know. People have, you know. Yeah. Shorthand phrases for that the tens, you know. Um, around then, I would have been there. Around. Oh yeah, yeah. I was really shocked. I was going there when I was. I I don't like to go anymore, but 
to Sundance, I mean. Um, but I went every year for for that period, like post college, I was there. So Thanks. I would have been there. No. Yeah. I'm sure we've crossed paths. <laughs> so what so what that was great. like and then yeah. Like like how did that happen? Well, where did you go to school? I went to Rhode Island School of Design, RISD, oh, cool. and majored in film and animation and video, which is obsolete at this point. But I think it's fun to say video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I learned how to, you know, the way they taught us to edit was to actually edit real film on a Steam Deck, which, I mean, if you're going to go into film, you should do that because you will know what editing truly is or, you know, its roots. Um, it's really important, I think. Um, same thing, I edited audio in MAG, which is the film version of the audio. Um, loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I did maybe two or three films in school on a Steam back, and it, I completely agree with you. It, it's, it makes you rigorous about shooting, and it makes you really understand the choices that you make when you're editing. Definitely. Yeah, I just yeah. love camp things you know analog i guess compared to today <laughs> so then it went from you know being un unprepared at, at in your early 20s and getting exposure to that stuff to mm -hmm. really wanting it for a while and not getting it for another you know seven or so years yeah. but with learning point when you did start to be taken seriously as you as you would say Oh, and I don't know, you know, you're, you're constantly in the art. If you're in the arts, you have to prove yourself all the time. It doesn't matter how many things you've made. You have to keep proving yourself, you know. Um, after Sundance, I, I had this weird opportunity to um, somebody introduce themselves, I think at Sundance or afterward. Um, wow, I haven't thought about this in a while. But uh, they, they were like, hey, I know somebody who knows Charles Manson and it kind of just snowballed from there. I made this crazy film with very talented friends of mine that I actually went to school with, a lot of them I went to school with, but it's a, an experimental animated documentary narrated by Charles Manson, and this was before he died. Um, and that's on the Criterion right now. Um, so I think that film really did something. <laughs> Pushed a lot of buttons. Um, I really enjoyed it. I edited a lot of the audio in it. Um, yeah. Well, I think I've seen this. Mm. I, I connect you, you know, I think I saw it a while ago. Cool. So that one really like put you on the map kind of. Um, I think just people were like, okay. There's something there, even though it's messed up. Because um, it's a combination of multiple techniques in animation, which I still love to do and produce. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been making more live action pieces over the past uh, 10 years um, and writing a lot. And I know I just love it. It's all, you know, it's so many aspects of art in one medium, you know, it does, I mean, you can make an animated film, hand-drawn one, you can make a stop motion film, you can make a live action 
combinated animated film like Funeral is. Um, you know, there's no limit. Where did you come? That. Yeah, hmm? where in your life, like, where did that come to you, the, the multimedia? Yeah, I've always been making art. I've always been making art. I've made, I've sculpted, painted. I make audio, music, love it all. So to me, film is all, all of what I love in one thing. Yeah. I was born, I started making art, you know? Some people, oh my gosh, so sorry. Somebody called me and my iPad is attached to that. <laughs> uh, um, oh my gosh. Uh, technology. Um, <laughs> shoot, what were we, what were we talking about? About, about the approach of combining. Oh, animation. yeah, yeah, I love it. I know, it's great. I love live action. It seems that people love to pigeonhole people in, again, any, like, medium and art. So for a while, I'm like, people just call me an animator, which is so funny, because I barely animate these days. I normally direct it or uh, produce it and hire people to help me out. Um, yeah <laughs> film art same thing and you worked with with uh, william was the one who introduced us who's going to show his film too and he worked on your last one or, or one yeah. of them yep yeah. he he's he's helped me out on a lot of things he produced my most recent film called The Puss, which is a comedy, this is a straight up comedy that we filmed in my apartment because I was paying for it. <laughs> and I'm a broke bitch. Um, so we filmed that here, you know, very small crew. Brian Agamy also produced it, um, stars Carl Jacob and Sarah Ellen Stevens, and they're incredibly talented actors. Um, uh, and I don't know, my roommate at the time was in it, you know, as an extra, uh, my cat is in it. Uh, lots of fun uh, stuff. Um, shoot, again, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Cool, 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 cool. Um, oh yeah, Will, yes, yes. So Will, yeah, Will has helped me make really weird interstitials for this um indie tv show called the eye slicer um he was on the crew for my film funeral um i think that's it but we are also very good friends so and he's a huge supporter and as am i with his work so well, we're gonna we're gonna do march 20th all together we're gonna show mm -hmm. some of yours is and uh, a bunch of others so it's gonna be cool yeah, which I one are we we're showing are we doing um, you guys are showing this crazy film I, I had the pleasure of making called Launch um, okay. that I produced and directed during the pandemic. And uh, it was, uh, you know, commissioned by Oscilloscope Labs and MailChimp. And we had to make it in a month, which is insane for animation. So we did, and we were prompted with something like it was like oh my gosh you know it feels like that's been like 10 years ago. that's like 10 years ago the pandemic um we're still in it but um how to make a movie based uh, you know inspired by quote unquote the moon and la jete which is an excellent film um and i 
I started obsessing over this uh, laser science experiment called the Lunar Laser Ranging Exper Experiment, which is still being done today. But um, a bunch of scientists in the US and Russia and France put a few reflecting uh, mirrors on the moon and they reflected a laser that bounces off from here to there to test like many different forms of so I don't know, I'm not a scientist, but you know, it proved Einstein's theory of relativity and many other things. And again, it's still being done today. So that's pretty cool. But, you know, of course I took that and made a really weird um, existential film, but also because I had a monk uh, to make. So I made a silent, weird science inspired film, which I do love to do now. I do love to incorporate more scientific thoughts in films, yeah. Can't wait. This yeah, yeah, totally. No, we could probably do one more because that one's only three. I was just looking to see the running time. It's only three minutes. So we could probably do like that and funeral if you wanted. Because I, sure. I have, I think we're at like 85 minutes of total runtime. So I could technically fit in. Like Ida's going to show two. They're both like three minutes, her animation ones. And then we've got a couple movies that are like 20 minutes long. But, um, yeah, it's a good like mix. Um, cool. Yeah, play funeral. I haven't I haven't watched that in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What What do you think of? It sounds like you're you know you're very involved in like the New York City film community. What What do you think of how things are either in the context of post pandemic or in general? Like, what are your feelings about you know seeing it evolve over these thirteen years? I don't know, has it evolved? But uh, I'm, you know, I'm in the independent film community and I, you know, some of my best friends I've met from that. Um, and I love, there's like such an, an amazing uh, independent film community in New York City specifically, like compared to LA where it's mostly people like in the business, but um, I, evolving, I don't know, maybe I evolved into like being a bit of like, get myself out there and you know speak to people and um collaborate you know it's great to know these people so you can collaborate and get advice and thoughts because you know they're definitely more cinephiles than i am <laughs> um yeah i don't know what do you think i don't know mm, mm, I well i've had a i've had like a different arc than you probably where so i'm from here and when i was i was fully focused on film well, I shouldn't say fully I was focused on film as like my primary when I was young and I did music in the background I, I would do like DJ gig I worked on record labels as I felt like it was like a and then I flipped that in my and let music be in the front and then I only like segued back a few years ago like 2020 this was unfortunately I, I got i had terrible timing but that was the first time i was like bringing something to festivals and my i don't know i my first well i love new york i love 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 new york and i love the artistic community here my take was mainly about you know the, the general ecosystem being unhealthy for the kinds of stuff that i care about like if you want to make a Sundancey kind of movie, you can do that. That there is that track, but it wasn't what I wanted. 
there's the business kind of stuff that you described where like if you want to make a movie for Netflix and whatever, you want to be a commercial director and, you know, rom-com director for Netflix, you can do that. But the kind of stuff to make, I didn't really know where to put it. And, um, you know, there are festivals, but they're very niche and they don't exactly create careers. And the ones that do are looking for things that I don't want to do, like Sundance. And I think Sundance got a lot better this year, actually. It got more, it's still sort of derivative of their ideas, but with more, I don't know, just more more switched on form. Like it was just more interesting films rather than like, every film over the last few years has just been like an article movie is, is how I kind of call them. They're just like telling us about a thing that's happening in the world. It's like, whatever, man. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So, but I definitely love, I, I'm here by choice. I don't want to be in Los Angeles. I don't want to be, I think in Los Angeles, it's like you work to get a slot that someone builds and you can subscribe and you can carry out the tasks and you get a slot. It's like having a job. And I don't do this because I want a job. I do this because I want to make things and I want to live amongst people with certain, you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like all these words are such cliches, but like I want to have certain kinds of dynamics, like interpersonal dynamics with the people that I communicate with, that I work with. And in Los Angeles, it's different. In here, we have a value system, like, like reunion for me. I, I constantly, I was on with Ariella, who I work with this morning, and like, I'm like yelling all the time just about how, like, what is our, like, what's the point? It's not like, yes, it has to be a business. Yes, we have to, we have to serve X, Y, and Z needs, but the point is I want to create a platform to bring people the kinds of work that I care about. And I, I want to live in a world that's happening regularly. So, what mm. that is the point. And, and I can, I can walk around with that as my driving force in New York city and people that nod their head and get it in Los Angeles. I'd be locked out of the room. They'd be like, um, yeah, but what really? Oh, so you're a charity, you know, like, you know, it would, it would be a joke, but here people, I think receive that as a serious pursuit. Yeah. I mean, I know artists in Los Angeles. There is a weird, interesting oh, yeah. art thing going on there. Um, it's just, you know, smothered by the industry. Yeah. More saturated. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Cool. I can't wait. Reunion. Woo. Do you spend time out there? I try to go. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I'll go there for work. I've I worked remotely with a ton of Los Angeles-based people. Um, not a problem. Yeah. And what do you, life now is like, you want to really push yourself as writer, director for feature shows? Yeah, I would love that. Um, but while still making my own films, that would be yeah. ideal. Yeah. Maybe somehow oh, no. get magic funding. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so bad at that. Yeah. Do you have producers <laughs> that like package things with you? Uh, I mean, it's more like producers helping me make the thing physically yeah. in the end. Um, I was very fortunate with Puss to have one of my collaborators help with Post, which was extremely helpful because that is expensive. Um, Ryan Cunningham, who also went to my college, uh, RISD. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
wish they taught that in college, all those things, but they didn't. I took this class in college in film school. I think it was like business concepts in modern media. If I'm, I, I think that's actually what it was called. And cool. it was basically like the business, you know, the movie business. And I just remember the only thing I, I took away from it was that they really, they really pushed that we should all join a basketball team with agents and, you know, direct uh, uh, development executives on it because those people will, if we play basketball with them in our social time, they will. <laughs> what in madman was that i don't i don't know um interesting advice I, i'll play basketball <laughs> maybe it worked because two guys uh from my college won you know best picture and best director last night so i the daniels they... congrats to them yeah. i you know being an independent film it's really great seeing these fabulous oh, yeah. guys man. um yeah, I've shown my films with them, you know, short films. Um, oh, cool. And great to see their career blow up with hot dog hands and other things. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. A pretty, I don't know. I'm talking, because I'm doing a, doing a screening with Eric Cohn right after yours on the 24th. And um, I'm talking to him. I'll talk to him later today. And he was there last night and just like, you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know how if people respect how major it is for independent film. You know, granted, it is an A twenty four, but A twenty four is you know they are the they are the major they are the the, the 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 pinnacle of independent film. They're not really treated that way anymore, but that's because they became so successful. But it really is yeah. the indies took over last night. It's great. I hope other um, companies follow suit and consider the same kind of process yeah. what do you what do you think about like do you like any do you know are you thinking about the business and are you thinking about like what kind of distributors you'd want to work with or production companies you'd want to develop your oh my god that? yes but i'm like really bad at this stuff i'm very fortunate to have a manager who's helping me with this but um yeah i mean like a24 would be like effing awesome um to make a feature with um or a show because they do that now um production companies i don't know i like i'm like the guy that you know i'm like what who's will ferrell will ferrell's company like his you know um i'm, I'm so bad with names and everything but i i know i have a list i'm so bad at being asked these things um Butter. i don't know yeah uh, cool Bento Box, they're an amazing animation company that has produced a ton of award-winning content, like Bob's Burgers, but like more than that. Um, oh gosh. Oh, Bob's Burgers, that's big. Yeah, have you heard of the show called Bob's Burgers? Yeah, that, um, they have lots of companies, I don't know. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm just looking right now. <laughs> what do you think New York needs more of in New York independent film? What do you what what should we be doing? Unionizing better. Um 
what should they be doing more productions because there are less here than los angeles but again that makes sense because of what we just talked about with more industry being over there um yeah i don't know i'd, I'd have to think about that but yeah oh cool well i'm excited yeah. to showcase your work that is yeah what, thanks for having me next week yeah yeah oh yeah we're Monday. what a funny thing yeah time the flies. response we have two screenings i know cool. it's so great congrats yeah. that's really great it's you you know you're the draw yeah. <laughs> it'll be yeah. fun watch this yeah. funeral movie about death <laughs> People, Ooh, I people need to see that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for taking the time, and um, yeah. I'm excited to, excited to see the audience uh, audience reactions. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thanks. I'll, I'll see you next week, and thanks again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Do I do I go? Is this is this? I, I can click stop. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs>